listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. According to St. Matthew, chapter 27. Father, how we thank thee that thou hast seen fit to bring us together again in your name. Lord, how despite the tricks, temptation, the plots of the devil, your grace, your spirit has sustained us and brought us to this point. And we want to glorify your name, Lord. And Father, thou dost know the heart, the mind, the need of each soul that's represented here this evening. Lord, we pray that thou would move, my God, in our hearts, in our minds. Give us the seriousness. Lord God, many times, time seems to erode us away. And we get careless and don't seem to sense the value of our salvation. But Lord, help us tonight to see it in this pool. Thou just bless and anoint us and direct us, Lord, and our grant will give the most earnest heed to the things that we hear and not allow them to slip. Glorify and magnify yourself. Bless that soul, Lord God, that needs help in any area of their lives. And in Christ's name we ask and for his sake we do pray. Amen. St. Matthew chapter 27. And we'll begin our reading at verse... 39. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads, and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple, and buildest it in three days, save thyself, if thou be the Son of God. Come down from the cross. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Lord willing, for a few moments, we would like to talk from a thought, don't come down. They want God's people are in an elevated position. I don't think most of us are aware of our heritage, of our position this evening. There are not an individual or a group of individuals, irrespective to their status in life, who are more elevated than the saints of Almighty God. There is no position, no involvement, no station in life 
that is more elevated than being a sanctified saint of God. Many times I think we disparage our position. We don't seem to sense. We was raised from sin to royal honor. Even reigned with Jesus. Do you realize that tonight? We are not just ordinary people. Thank God we are kings and priests. Rallying our royal diadem. Amen. The Bible says that we are reigning in life. Glory to God. Listen. The false millennium doctrine teaches that if you somehow make it to the millennium after the devil is bound, then you'll reign a thousand years. But then one, you know, we are not excited enough about this truth. Do you realize if you have the Holy Ghost in your life this evening, you are reigning right now? Don't you know it's a blessing beyond compare? And if you know it, if you have the experience, I don't have to emphasize it too strongly. There is nothing, nobody, no spirit, no situation that have you under tonight. Glory to God. Everybody, irrespective of that position, are under something tonight. I don't care how much money, how much fame, whatever their position, they are under something. Something have them down tonight. But if you have God's spirit in you tonight, you are reigning over everything in this mundane shores. Everything. Do you realize it? You realize you are the king of the hills? Hallelujah. You don't have to submit to worry. You don't have to submit to lust. You don't have to submit to anger. There is no spirit that you must submit to. None. Not a one. One brother years ago, say he saw on a billboard, Two red men to back. He said, I don't have to. <laughs> he said, I don't have to. Praise our God. You can tell the devil. The devil can suggest whatever he chooses. You can say, I don't have to. You can't make me. Hallelujah to God. Amen. You have to walk around all day long wondering whether or not you're going to make it through the day. Because the devil hurled a threat and set a trap and a snare and planted somebody along the way. You don't have to worry. Thank God from the day that God put his spirit in your soul to the day you die, you can reign. There is nobody else on earth that have that testimony. Nobody. Even the kings are under bondage. They're under bondage of their own fleshy desires and whims. Come on! Thank God. That's why it bothers me for saint of God to be drooping and pulled down and don't know their position in life. Thank God when all of this is exposed to you. Listen, listen, dear one. You need to be encouraged tonight. 
Don't you let the devil whisper in your ear and put old gloomy sack over your head. Listen, I don't care what he does, what comes your way, you can reign over that situation. Now, I don't care about closed doors and dead lines and all of this kind of thing. You can reign, you can be on top of it. Do you hear me? You can be precisely on top of it. And if you're not there tonight, you can be. You can have your foot securely on the neck of every devil that has ever stuck up his head against you. Come on! Because the devil said, if you're poverty, you got to be down. No, you don't. Praise our God. You can be a king, praise our God, without any silver or gold. In man's sight, think of what you got it anyway. Is at your disposal anyway. Praise the living God. There are not a people on this earth that are more elevated than God's people. Now, if you let the devil blind you and you go around disparaging your position, that's your business. Thank God. Listen. See, if you could be constantly aware of your position, there would be no possibility of thinking of Satan. See, uh, no thinking individual trades something better for something lesser. Now how in the world is the devil going to offer me something when I know I have the best? Amen! It's no question. Listen, I've told you before, there is nothing that the enemy can offer that even approximates what I have. You follow me? See, it's nothing, amen, that, that can compare to it. You follow me? If you have a real, genuine, born-again experience and have tasted the heavenly gift that is no experience that you have ever had that even comes close to what you have now. And if you have something that at some time in life you've had something better, then you don't have what I'm talking about tonight. If there's anything that you've had, ever had in life that you've got to wonder what's the best that uh, what you're claiming to have now, then you don't have no salvation. Amen. You don't have it. There's no question about it. The sisters sing a song sometime. I made a much better trade. Thank God I, I've, been, I've been testifying that almost 40 years now. I believe about the 20th of this month will be 37 years. Praise our God. I traded off all that the devil gave me. And amen. I know that I made a much better trade. I'm still testifying to that same fact tonight. And if you hang around long enough, praise our God, you'll realize it in a greater fashion. Amen. Amen. I made a much better trade. Brother, not only does the message indicate that but my experience I ponder the situation you think about those people you hung out with six months year, five years, 15, 20 years ago think about it where are they and what are they tonight their minds are demented their predicament has worsened their bodies has dissipated. Come on! There is no advantage that they have along any line. Come on! But the devil, I keep 
accentuating the negative and you sit up and listen to him and make you think you're the worst off in thing on earth. Isn't that pitiful? Brother, if, if there's anything that, that bothers me most is a saint of God sitting up like he's worse off than anybody on earth. Come on! That, that, that grieves me. Brother, I don't care. I still say the worst day that I've had since I've been saved is better than the best day I had in the world. I still say that. The worst day that I can remember, the most precious, the most disappointing, the most disillusioned day that I have had since I've been saved is better than any day I can remember in sin. Come on! And there's no need to think it back because you can't think of a better day either. Amen. Don't come down, children. Now, God has placed his people. See, we are not incidentals or accidentals. God himself situated us in Isaiah chapter 2. Come on, come on. I thank God for this truth. Amen. Thank God we are God's handiwork. Begin reading at verse 1, if you will. Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. The Unto it. And many people shall go and say. Many people shall go and say. Come ye. Now listen. The mounting of the Lord's house. Shall what? Be established in the top of the mountain. And shall be exalted above the hills. The church of God. On the mountain. The hills are man-made religions. Shall be what? Exalted. There is no standard. There is no individual or group of individuals that have the standards that God's church have. That's why we should treasure what God has given us. That's why we should be so meticulous with the mandates. Why? Listen, dear one, we are peculiar people. We are not just another little group uh, with a little name over our door. The church of God is not just a denomination among denominations. Brother, it is the church. But if you don't see the church, you don't realize it. If you don't see the church, anybody that's seen to be doing pretty good is all right in your sight. Now you get this, day one. Now, even people advocating holiness is more than that. See, you can be teaching holiness and still be babbling. See, you can be teaching holiness and don't see the church. See, a lot of people don't see the church, brother, beyond some man-made organization that's holding pretty good standards. But the church of God is more than a group teaching holiness. The church of God is what God originated on the day of Pentecost. And we are just a continuation of it. Come on. So we need to understand that they want some people, anything that claim to be teaching holiness is all right for them. 
which is a manifest indication that they do not see God's church. The Bible says shall be established where? In the top of the mountain. I preached this text one time, and I said God's people are above us in things. Come on! Now, then, well, let me tell you this tonight. You pray. You pray. If you are truly placed in God's church, you ought to be above some things. I mean, it should be beneath your dignity as a sanctified saint of God to even participate in something that some people legitimize this. Come on! You don't do something because you are above that. God has elevated you above that. You're above lust. You're above fussing and squabbling. You're above that. You once did that, but God elevated you above that. You leave that for common people to do. You leave that for people down in the smoke and fog. God has elevated you above that. It's not that you are trying to be holier than thou, but God just has elevated you above that. God's people, God's church is not on the level with the world. You may decide that. When certain fashions come out, you don't wear it because you're above that. You're not trying to be anything. You're just above that. As a saint of God, I would have to stoop to involve myself in that. There's, amen. There are certain conversations, amen, that I don't engage in. Why? Because you're above that. God elevated you above that kind of thing. And people need to understand that. Everybody that you have to do need to understand. People come to you making some kind of suggestion. You say, I'm surprised you would even ask me. I'm surprised you would even come to me with that foolishness. I'm above that. What do you think I am? I'm not impressed with you and, and what you're doing. Come on. Don't you think you're going to pull me into that foolishness? I'm, I'm, I'm not even interested. Come on. Well, I, I'm shocked that you would even come to me with that. Amen. Amen. Brother, people want to get you down on that level. Tell them Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. But brother... The enemy knows that as long as God's people stay where God puts them, he cannot do a thing with them. He's aware of that. That's why he's constantly trying to pull you down. Brother, that's why the church of God has such a problem with man-made religion. What? They won't bow to their whims and to their standards. If you come down with them, let me tell you this, they want there has not a group of people had more trouble and problem with the world and false religion as God's church. Why? Because they cannot pull you down to their level. If tomorrow you would succumb to the whims of false religion, you wouldn't have another problem. Just like Brother Draw was saying a few months ago, let cigarette smoking preachers come and get in your pulpit and, and joking and have no standard at all and, and you'll be buddy-buddy and you'll be lovey-dovey and you'll get all kind of pats on the back. But brother, the reason that people are destined to your destruction is because you won't come down. And they are plotting in every conceivable way to pull you down. Matthew 5, 14, if you please. 
Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Come on with it. Ye are the light of the world. God help us. The devil is trying with all of his might to extinguish that light. Were not it for you, this world would be in total darkness tonight. Do you realize that? Do you? There was a time when the world was in gross darkness. And Jesus came on the scene and ignited a little light, a ray of light. He said, I am the light of the world. But later on, he said, I'm going and ye are the light of the world. The same light that Jesus began, we are to perpetuate the same light. The disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. Why? Because their lives were so Christ-like that the people gave them a title. They didn't name themselves Christians. But the people who observed Christ and observed their conduct called them Christians or Christians. Come on! Brother, the people will give you a title if you live according to the Bible. Ye are the life of the world. Thank God if the devil knows if he puts you out, he's not worried about Babylon. He's not worried about false religion because they don't have a light anyway. The only hope that this dark world has is that you hold high your light. They don't have any other hope. You know, sometimes they want, I'm afraid that we don't even recognize and realize that. And if in any situation you fail to let your light shine, that soul might be blinded for eternity. You get this, they want. There are people who feel, well, if I pull them down. I don't know anybody beyond them. Come on. If they failed, I don't know anybody beyond them. If they didn't hold out, if those people failed to hold their light, I don't know anything else. I'll be in darkness forever. Come on. And just think they want some of us in our dark and beguiled moments have allowed the enemy to pull you out and do things that are despicable and seem to think nothing of it. You might send some soul off in eternity laws because you might have been the only light that they knew. When they know that you are associated with the church of God, you might block any influence that we might have thereafter. When we start talking about the church of God, they say, well, I know him. I pulled him over. I pulled her over. I caused him in a dishonest act. Come on. The one you have a you have a, a many faceted responsibility. On your job, you are not only to perform and give an eight hours work, you are to be a light. I don't mean do a lot of talking and running off at the mouth. I mean you are to be a light. Your conduct should commend you and elevate God's church in this earth. Amen.
in your home they want some people's husband and wives would have doubtless been saved a long time ago but they allowed them to pull them down let me show you something children many times when your unsaved people relatives children and whatnot are pressing you they are seeing if you'll come down before they put forth all of that effort to get up there they want to see if first I can bring you down to my level see pretty soon someone will have to shift their position if you continue to live this thing either they'll have to come up or you'll come down come on come on come on so what they're trying to do is bring you back down to their level so they can look eyeball to eyeball but they want the word of God that you are a city what set on a hill God put you up in a conspicuous will you listen please God put you on a signboard so that this whole world can observe you so that when people say that nobody can live right nobody can live holy God can point to look up on the hill look to the hill thank God there are a group of people that you can't spot you can say what you want to say about them you can heap maledictions upon them but you can't spot their lives you see dear one let me tell you something there's only one thing you have to worry about and that's keeping your life clear and clean you don't have to worry about what people say you don't have to worry about how uh, our people dig ditches for you you don't have to that, that's not even an issue with you all that you have to concern yourself with is keeping right with God and nobody can extinguish your life so if you backslide dad no need of coming and saying give me a reason I was doing alright but the saints wouldn't encourage me I was doing alright but too much pressure came from the outside I hit a snag I hit a snare let me tell you something you can let somebody get you on their spirit if you want to well, I would, I would intend to live safe, but, but the saints wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't encourage me. They cold-showed me, did all that. They did that to me too. Come on! When God plays you in this position, you ought to shine. If nobody else does. And nobody can extinguish your light. Nobody. Nobody can extinguish your light. I don't care what they, they do. Listen, this idea about, oh, they are... They're going to they're gonna ruin my reputation. They're going to ruin nothing. They didn't give it to me. Thank God you, 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 didn't give it, you didn't give it to me. Come on, you didn't give it to me. You can talk all you want to, thank God, and, and heap all that men, but I come out from under it. Come on. Thank God we'll kick our way out. So you, you listen, I don't have anything anyway. God, what God didn't give me. So, so I walk right here. You know, you're talking about me just trying to just run him. I'm trying to ruin my reputation and all this. I don't have to go around trying to guard my, trying to save God any little reputation that I got. What I got, God gave it to me. If you got anything at all, thank God it's not your doing. So man didn't give it, thank God he can't take it away. The more they talk, thank God, the brighter you can shine. Amen. You can keep shining. Praise our God. Thank God we're a city set on a hill. We are in an elevated position. And the world just doesn't like that. So they want to take a big bulldozer and then level you off with them. Amen. And they are putting forth every conceivable effort to do so. When they on your job, when they bring pressure to bear and all that kind of thing, they senses that you have 
been elevated. You might not have become the president of the company or the or the, the, the foreman of the shift. But thank God, but you are in an elevated position. And you are disturbing them to no end. So they would all they would just come down. Come down and have a social beer. Come down and laugh at my smutty joke. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come down and and and, 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 and talk your flirty talk. Come on! Come down and retaliate and stand, put your hand on your hip and tell me off when I, after I make you mad. Just come down. Just come down. Just come down. Just come down a little bit. Brother, let me tell you this. I've told you often. The enemy will settle just for a compromise. If he cannot get you all together, he'll settle you settle for just a compromise. As long as you're down, the enemy is not stirred. Are you with me? I don't care who's been persecuting you and talking about you and everything else. Just let them cause you to compromise one of your convictions and they'll leave you alone. What? They have accomplished that purpose. They've pulled you down. One time they tell me on the battlefield there were two soldiers in a foxhole and the shooting had ceased and they were wondering whether the enemies were still in the area and before they come up out of the foxhole so one made a suggestion so I'll tell you what we'll do you take your helmet and put it on the end of your bayonet and just ease it up out of the hole and as soon as it got above the hole zero right through the center of it they're there already. Oh, they're there all right. Come on. As long as they stay down, well, no problem. But brother, as soon as they come in by the hole, bingo. By the same token, they want, as long as you stay down in the mud compromising, even carnal saints, when you stay down and, and running people down and gossiping with them and talking about this and, and that and the other, amen, love it, love it. But I tell you what you do. You stop. When they start talking, Turn a deaf ear to it. Let them know by your attitude that I don't appreciate it. I don't do it. God saved me from that. God sanctified my tongue. I'm so you have to talk by yourself. And really, I don't want to hear it. Come on! But as long as you stay down there in a garbage can of gossip, everything lovey dovey. Amen. But let God elevate you and you lose a, and you lose a buddy. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Sure. Then they had to go and find some another carnal saint. Oh, blessed God. All over the world, they want. You find people who have been exposed to truth for years, but they have come down from where they were. Will you pray with me just for a moment? You see, the devil does not care about you talking about old times and that you're a charter member of this or that congregation or if you still exist as a group. If you come down, you're not the same. You know, dear one, let me tell you something. Wasting your time going to these camp meetings that you know have compromised, you are doing an injustice to yourself. You know that they're just playing games now. 
You know they've come down from where they were. You are playing a game. We don't have time for that. We don't have time for that, dear Let me tell you this. See, the devil exposed, if you, if you ever take your time and hold steady, you would see the devil expose himself. You see, they want the devil, this dark world, they don't want anybody to elevate themselves above them. Many people got themselves in old spiritual, worldly, fleshy slump. And the reason why they're fighting so hard, even though you've done nothing, they see that you are putting forth an effort to get up there and they want to hit you before you get there. You follow me? See, long you think I'm uh, a glutton and all and, 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 and a whirling, they don't bother about you. But when you begin to hit those things, when you begin, I'm going I'm I'm to be a saint in every respect. I'm going to control my passion, my appetite. I'm going to be tempered in all things. You're getting fanatical. They want you to come back down. Come on! They don't want you to rise above this trend, this stranglehold that the devil had the church in today. They don't want you to get above that. As long as you stay down and just fellowship and shout and have fun, brother, we got to get above some things. And we need to let the world know it, thank God, and let people think what they want to think. Because I know most of them in a hole, and they want to keep you down in a hole with them. Amen! Well, that's what's happened a lot of these groups today. They're still going forth and singing and shouting and raising money, but they have come down. And brother, if you come down, whatever else you do don't matter. Come on. If the devil can pull you down from that place where you know God was blessing you, whatever else you do don't matter. Why? Because, listen, if Jesus had come down from the cross, he might have proven a point but the loss would have been so much greater. Come on, come on, come on. See, the enemy did not care what kind of miracle he performed just so he come down. But Jesus sensed all that was hinging on him staying there. Dear one, let me tell you something. Many of us have already convinced this world of the realities of salvation. I know nothing worse than after you have spent your life and your toil and your efforts come on to convince people of this truth and they cannot find a flaw with it they don't have a prop to stand on and then after they're convinced the devil tricked you and relax those people the devil bring you down just before others take a stand on what you're standing for. Their senses are weakened in, in your position. It's good, brother, to get up there, but when we get up there, let's stay. Let's stay through whatever means. In Nehemiah chapter 6, beginning with verse one, read something, please. Now it came to pass when Sanballat and Tobiah and Geshem and Rabian and the rest of our enemies heard that I had built the wall, listen, that there was no breach left therein, though at that time I had not set up the doors upon the gates, 
Van Bellen, Gieschen, send it to me saying, come let us meet together. There's someone in the village. In the plain of Ono. But they thought to do me mischief. I sent messages unto them saying, I'm doing a great work. I can't come down. Amen. Listen. As soon as they heard, thank God they were doing something constructive for God. As long as they were there in the rubble, in the ashes, doing nothing that didn't bother them. Look at the devil, if you please. They weren't doing a thing as long as the walls were laying in shambles. But as soon as they heard that they are bringing God's standards, God's great city, back to its desired position, thank God they begin to want to compromise. Let's come around and talk. Listen, listen. Will you listen to me, please? When you know you're where God will have you, when you know you're standing for what's right, you don't need to talk about it. Like the brother said a few moments ago, listen, some of us belittles our own stand by talking too much. If you're standing, you ain't got to do all that. Talk. No, no, I'm standing. I ain't standing. I believe you ain't got to do all that. You know you're going to stand just there. You make it hard for yourself to just talk and then, and then when you make it hard for you, they won't talk about what a test you had. If I'm standing, I'm standing. You can talk all you want to talk. I've already made my decision. I don't have to discuss it anymore. You know where I stand, do you? You say you know us, don't you? Well, okay, then we don't need to talk about nothing else. Amen. So that no need to do it, you don't do it. Come on. And I leave it up to you. You make your own decision. I made mine. As soon as they heard that they were doing a good work, come on down, let's talk. I don't find what they tried to talk before. The, the sooner you begin to stand for God, the devil wants to talk about things that he wouldn't do for you before. Oh, you remember that car? You remember that other house you wanted? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it on Wednesday night, on prayer meeting night. So you stay home and let's have a little conference. Come on. You remember that trip? That three-week trip we were talking about? Yeah. They're going to take you as far away from the church as they can. Let's go on the Labor Day weekend. No, no, we have a fellowship meeting. I'm sorry. Come on. Come on, come on down. They haven't taken you in 15 years. Now they want to take you on a Labor Day weekend. Come on. As soon, thank God, you begin to be up for God, they want to negotiate. At first they had to have everything that way, but now they want to talk. Now they want to negotiate. Now they want to just be reasonable and discuss some things. Oh no. What did he say? Oh no. <laughs> no sir, thank God I'm doing a good work and I'm not coming out anywhere. Listen, you need to know the caliber of your work. You need to know what God is blessing. That's why I don't have to move. When I know what God blessing, I'm not telling you. Talk all you please, you're not doing anything anyway. So how are you going to impress me and you're not doing anything? And God is blessing our efforts in every, every conceivable way and you're doing nothing and I'm going to come down and talk to you? That don't even make sense. What do I have to profit? What do I stand to gain? You, let me tell you something, children. Your old boyfriend want to talk. What can you profit? What do you stand to gain? You ought to let you some 
you, let me say that's not even good nonsense what do you have the profit you're already up there what can he do but put you down I think some people fall because they choose to fall now they have they have sense enough to know that this environment to any extent can only degenerate me there is nothing profitable that can be gained through this negotiation at all. The most that could happen is for me to be pulled down to a lower position. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. See, I'm doing a good work. Thank God. I, I see the wall coming up. I see us getting back to God's favor. Amen. I see us fencing this city in. Thank God we're going to be a great bulwark for God. And I'm not coming down because you've got some mischief in your eyes. you got some foolishness behind this little sweet talk. Don't come down, children. Thank God if you, if you make a stand and get up and testify and run down, you stay right up there where you testify. Don't come back to my, the devil got me like a crawfish and by the leg and put me down. Come on, come on, come on. Thank God, get up high as you will, fly as high as you want to, but just stay up there. But stay up there. When I, when I, amen, when I come back 15 years now, I mean, just be flying, you know, stay, stay in orbit. Now, don't be, don't be down crawl, mud crawling when I see you next time. Amen. Praise our God. You get in a spaceship, next time I see you, don't, don't be running on the ground. Amen. Thank God, stay up there. Don't come down. Praise our God. If you know you're doing a good work, thank God, God put you up there. And he did. The Bible says he placed us in a fruitful hill. Come on! Well, I like to see people soar in outer space spiritually. But don't let no little incident happen. Thank God we find you smoldering in the dust next week. Because as sure as, sure as you get up there, brother, you're going to have some offers. You're going to have some suggestions. You want some sweet nothings that you've that you've been that you used to long for. Come on! As soon as you decide to make a stand for God, you're gonna get a, a promotion on your job. Come on. As soon as you decide to locate with the saints of God, you're gonna get a position and all kind of thing that you clamored for in the world. Come on! Come on! What is it they're trying to get you to come down? God has placed you in a spiritual position and the devil trying to get you to come down. Just come down an inch. And he'll appreciate even that. But dear one, you're doing a good work. God put you up there and don't come down one inch. Brother, in the judgment, in the judgment, Many people are going to stand naked before God. Why? Because they came down from where God originally put them. Amen. Amen. The greatest rejoicing you'll have in the end, Lord God, I maintained the position that you gave me. You gave it to me, Lord, and by your grace, I maintained it. Have you come down just a little bit? 
Sometimes the devil make you doing something great. You know what he say? Well, come down and we'll believe you. If you're so sanctified, you can miss prayer meeting and stay safe. Prove you're safe. You scared if you don't go to church, you 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 won't be safe. If you all that safe, you can stay home a couple of nights. You, I'm not studying you. You got some mischief in your mind. I don't prove no point to you. I don't prove nothing to you. I know God put me up here and I'm staying up here. I told you, thank God on service night, I'm going to be at church. Amen. So I'm, I'm not coming down. Devise what you will. I'm not coming down. God is blessing my efforts. If I do anything, I'm going to climb up a notch higher. Amen. Shall we stand? Bless the Lord. If you've come down, thank God you need to get back up there. Come back down without playing and gallivanting and fooling around. Come back down with the world. Come back down and compromise. Come back down off the principles. Thank God that you want to heal. God help us. And you need not think that any decline is insignificant. Do you want if you come down one rung on the ladder, it means everything. Many people are smoldering in the dust tonight. Why? Because they came down just one step. Somebody says, I'm still up there, but you're not high as you were. That's the issue. See, the issue is that you're not as high as you were. The one you ought to get an experience in your soul so that you can let the devil know, I'm above that. I am above that. That's why I don't do it. Come on. That's why I don't do it. That's why I don't, I'm above that. Thank God, that's beneath the standard of a sanctified saint of God. Come on. Amen. We need to let the enemy know with no uncertain tone. Come on. God has elevated me above that and I'm going to stay up there. I want to live above the world. Come on with it. And me are hurled. Come on with it. 